it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Gotta be feeling good about what Mike White's done today. On third and four, he'll look to throw. In zone now! Touchdown Jets! Mike White! How about him? Elijah Moore! The 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time to recap day number two and three of the Senior Bowl. And so to do that, we bring back our friend who is the managing editor of Vikings Wire, Tyler Fornis. Tyler, welcome back, brother. How's Mobile? It's it's a good time. Um, there are a lot of really great people here. You like The nice part is everybody you feel like isn't accessible is all really nice and is willing to have a conversation with you. So you can really have a talk to some awesome people. Um, I've had the opportunity to watch six really good practices and have some nice conversations afterward with players. But I'll tell you, as much as I love being down here and the camaraderie, I'm ready to go home, man. <laughs> I totally understand. Sometimes there's nothing better than a good night's sleep in your own bed, and you'll be able to do that pretty soon. But before you do, let's recap what went down the last two days. And we'll start with the offensive line. Now, when we spoke about day one, Dewan Jones was the tackle that everybody was talking about. But it seems like the guy who generated all the chatter in day two and three, and a lot of people say that he might have been the best offensive lineman down in Mobile these last few days, John Michael Schmitz, the center, I think there's a good chance he ends up a first-round pick all said and done. I've said that if the Jets could get a tackle at 13 and Schmitz at 43, if he falls there, that's something they'd have to consider. I know it's tough to justify going 
offensive line twice in two picks. But if you get a tackle at 13 and Schmitz at 43, that could help solidify the line for the next decade. And then another center that I've had my eye on, not quite as impressive as Schmitz these last few days, but I've loved his tape. And I'm going to try my best to say his name correctly. From Michigan, Olusagun Olatimi. I hope I came close to pronouncing that right. He's a guy that I really liked this year. I like this tape a lot. Sounds like he impressed down at the senior bowl. Talk to me about those two and the others on the offensive line. Schmitz, obviously, a longtime player at the University of Minnesota. Um, spent six years under P.J. Fleck. The man can do it all. He can, he can execute power inside and outside zone. He can pass block. He can do a little bit of everything. And he was mauling dudes. And this defensive line crop was pretty good. And the offensive line group looked a little disappointing. But they really picked it up over the last few days. John Michael Smith was the best of the bunch. And you talk about Olu. He is not a great athlete. So as much as you like the tape, I don't think he's going to be a Jets target. Because with this offense, you really want your center to be an athlete. And he doesn't necessarily have to be a phenomenal athlete. John Michael Schmitz is going to test okay. He's probably going to test like 60, 70th percentile. That's good enough for his own blocking center. Olu's probably going to test in like the 40th percentile. He's just not a smooth mover, but he's able to win at the point of attack. He's able to win with power, and he does not prevent – he doesn't allow the defender to really get at him and move him back. He had some really good reps today with Keanu Benton of Wisconsin. Benton is fun. He's got hands like sledgehammers. But, yeah, the offensive line overall, was it was a lot of fun to watch them today. They went to war. And the best part, of, especially with the national team, nobody lost. They were all just kind of at – at baseline, they were okay. And I thought that was really impressive. Tyler, at running back, one of the guys that has turned heads the last couple of days is Taiji Spears from Tulane. Now, Tulane was a Cinderella story this past year, and I don't think they got the exposure that they deserved throughout the season. But Taiji Spears is a player whose stock is rising this week. I think it's going to continue to rise. Before we start recording, you said that Spears could very well go in the second round. And I think that's fair. I think he could very well go in the second or third round. Very dynamic display the last couple days at the Senior Bowl. Talk about Spears and the other running backs that you got to look at. Absolutely. So running back is going to be a very weird position this year. You have B. John Robinson, who's going to be the top back. You have Jameer Gibbs, who's almost certain to be the second back in this class. After that, there's a ton of uncertainty. And the reason being is this class is incredibly deep and incredibly versatile. So somebody you have graded in a second round could go in round four just because of preference. And, hey, no, you know what? I just prefer this guy. Running back four could go in at, like, 11th. And it wouldn't be too big of a shock. And that's why I think Spears could potentially go in, like, that top 63. He's been phenomenal down here. Breaking run. Great vision accelerated burst. He had a rep against Cervacia Dennis, the linebacker from Pitt, where he's running a whip route. It's a little elongated, so it took like five seconds. But when you have like a running back running a shallow route like that, when the play breaks down, 
you change what upper you're doing. So it still translates to the game, right? And he runs his whip route and he gets so low with his leg extended out. It's almost like he's doing the stanky leg. Like it's that low to the ground. And he pushes off and creates about 10 yards of separation before Dennis even knows what's happening. And it's a one-on-one drill. So that's an easy touchdown, but he was able to show everything he was, he did at Tulane. And the reason why he's rising on draft boards is not because people are like, he is all of a sudden doing all this stuff he never did before. It's exposure. People haven't dove hard into his tape yet. And because of that, now he's really starting to get the recognition he deserved the whole time. After that, um, I really loved Eric Gray from Oklahoma. He's not going to have that top gear, but he's built really thick in his lower half. He can drive those legs. He's got experience in four different offenses in college across UCLA and Oklahoma. And I really, really like his answer when I asked him on the side after practice, like you played in a lot of offenses and doing a lot of different concepts. Like, how do you feel like when you get to the NFL, that's going to be a benefit to you. He's like, well, because I've had to deal with so many changes, I've had to teach myself how to, how to grow and adapt and how to become better and how to learn a playbook faster. And that's how I got it to work. And that's how I've grown and become this, the player that I am today. And I thought that was a really well thought out answer. And it kind of shows like, hey, this guy's going to be able to deal with, you, with what you throw at him at the next level. Because these guys are trained to give you canned answers. So you can sniff, sniff through bullshit. You can sniff through, hey, I'm saying this because this is what my agent wants. But if you talk to these guys like they're people and not just, you know, prospects like, oh, like, I just want an answer because you're going to be famous and I'm just a media guy. No, talk to them like they're people. They're going to give you good answers because they're people. They're good people. And they want to have a conversation. Like, and I thought Eric Gray was really impressive. Um, Evan Hull from Northwestern is a name you need to keep your eye on. He is he was the entire offense at Northwestern, but it's Northwestern. Northwestern stinks. They won one game this year, and it wasn't even on the North American continent. It was in Ireland. Like he has shown a lot of burst. He's shown power. He's shown vision. He can run routes. He can pass block. His size and frame is very well put together, but it's still on the slender side. He's only about 200 pounds. He's probably going to be a third down back, but you put him in a rotation. So especially when you equate it to the Jets, you put him behind Michael Carter, behind Brees Hall. James Robinson is a maybe. You don't really know if he's coming back. Zonovan Knight, like that situation seems kind of weird. Like, that's a guy that you could really rely on to do a lot of little things for you and not have a lot of pressure on him. I think it'd be a great spot. Running backs can be incredibly deep this year. You're going to have guys that will go in like round five in normal drafts go undrafted because there's just so many of them. So if the Jets want to improve their running back position, they have a great opportunity to do so. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Tyler, let's talk about the passing game, the quarterbacks and the pass catchers. Right now, there's a lot of chatter about a quarterback who once upon a time went to Fresno State. That, of course, is Derek Carr. And down in Mobile, the one quarterback who seems to be generating positive buzz is a quarterback who just finished at Fresno State, and that's Jake Hayner. There's also the matter of the pass catchers here. Payne Durham, the tight end from Purdue, having a nice showing. And then, of course, Dontavian Wicks, one of the more underrated receivers in the country out of Virginia. And Xavier Hutchinson of Iowa State, who was a little overshadowed, but a pretty solid player. Talk a little bit about what you saw from the quarterbacks and the wide receivers and tight ends. Okay, so let's start with the wide receivers. A lot of really good. Uh, Tank Dell was arguably the best receiver on the American team for the first two days. He did not practice today. Probably a a thing of his agent saying, hey, you showed everything you needed to, rest. Don't play. And that happens a lot, especially with back-to-back big performances. We've seen it from Janarius Robinson last year. We saw it from Javon Kinlaw in 2020. Dewan Jones did it after one. It happens. It's just to be expected. These guys are putting their bodies on the line all the time. Like, they need time to rest. So he sat out, and then this it was the Dontavian Wick show. He has such a great short area quickness. He's able to burst in and out of cuts and create separation really easily. Um, he has an issue with catching the football, and it's a weird issue. He makes the spectacular ones look easy. He makes the easy ones look hard sometimes. He had a couple of those over this course of the week. But it was really impressive how well he did in the short – area today because day three is usually about red zone. He dominated in the red zone, was able to win in contested spaces and short spaces, create separation um, in those short routes. Awesome. Um, couple of, There were a couple other guys who were good. Receiver Rasheed Rice had a couple nice reps, but the, we're going to transition to the quarterbacks. 
because the quarterbacks didn't give them anything on the American team, especially. Max Duggan, not very good. Tyson Bajan continues to show these great tools, but he's a project and he needs work. They He needs to get to a team that's going to be willing to spend three years on him and hope they can get something out of him. There's there. There's stuff there. Great arm, accuracy, but he only knows how to throw fastballs and he doesn't read things quickly. Obviously coming from Division II Shepard, there's a learning curve. There's nothing wrong with a learning curve, but you just have to understand that when you're going into these situations. And then Clayton Toon was steady, but he wasn't great. Uh, Malik Cunningham was actively bad. Jaron Hall had great throws, and he had ones that were like, dude, what the hell were you doing? I'm a big Jaron Hall guy, but he did not have the best showing here. Jake Hayner, Fresno State, like you said, was the most consistent. He was steady. He was making the right throws. He was creating outside of structure when things weren't open. He was doing all the right things. And he's going to be in the NFL for a long time. But I don't know if he's ever going to be given an opportunity to be the guy. Feels like that backup quarterback that everybody wants to start, but once he actually does start, you don't get great results. And that's kind of what I think Jake Hayner's going to end up being, but he'll be in the league for 15 years. And he'll be able to set his family up for the rest of their lives. Tight end, you mentioned Payne Durham. Payne Durham had one of the best catches in Mobile. Jake Hayner threw an absolute rocket from about 30 yards out. Durham uh, exuded great body control, uh, twisted, caught it, uh, tracked it incredibly well. Just a great catch. And then Riley Moss, the DB from Iowa, basically decapitated him, ripped his helmet off. The thing was fantastic. You'd, you'll be able to find that on social media real easy. That was the play of the day. Durham's going to be a great tight end, too. So if uh, the Jets decide not to keep C.J. Uzama, bringing Payne Durham into the room with Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Ruckert, could be a really nice addition for the Jets. Tyler, let's talk defensive side of the ball, and we'll start with the defensive line. Carl Brooks from Bowling Green having a nice couple of days. Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. And, of course, you look at the edge rusher position, and Derek Hall from Auburn was a standout the last few days. So tell me a little bit about what you saw on the inside and outside on the defensive line. Well, we can kind of start there, Scott, because Carl Brooks – He's an inside-outside kind of guy, 300 pounds, built really well. He carries his weight like a, like a normal human being. Like, you look at some guys, they weigh 300 pounds. They don't look like they carry it well. You look at me, I weigh 310. I got a gut. Half of that's because I almost died with my blown appendix. The other half is because I'm out of shape. Like, I don't, I don't carry my weight in the most natural way. This He does. It's just he's a well-built human being. Bowling Green played him on the edge. And he probably should have been playing a three-tech or a four-eye. But no, he was playing on the edge. And he played really well. He, they moved him inside. They did some edge stuff with him. But he did a lot of inside stuff, and he was blowing the ball. He was uh, taking care of guards. He'd be winning with power, winning with quickness. I think he's going to be a really nice rotational player at the next level with the potential to maybe be something more down the line, probably a low, low to mid-end starter. Which you're going you to get that guy in round four. That, that's, that's a pretty good prognosis. Keanu Benton's a little different. You're going to get him in like 
you may have to spend a top 50 pick on Benton. He probably goes in round three. Uh, he's got sledgehammers for hands. He's probably going to end up, you're going to want to use him as a three tech or a four eye in an odd front. Just he can beat you with power. He can beat you with quickness. He can beat you in a multitude of ways, and he's consistent in doing so. So if you like interior guys, those are two that I really like. Edge rusher, you mentioned Derek Hall, kept blowing plays up. He's built kind of odd. He is like 6'3", has relatively short arms, but he just gets up into you, and he drives you backward. And he's, he's really good at doing all those things. I like Derek Hall. Isaiah Fossey needs work. What he's really good at is that long arm, and he just drives you back with power. And when he does that, he's great. There's nobody better. But when that doesn't work, things don't always go his way. And you can beat him. So I think those two, and then one name I'll throw out, I think I mentioned on the Tuesday show, Yaya Diaby, Louisville. A little bit bigger guy, 265, 270. Think like a Michael Bennett-type archetype. We're going to want him as that five-tech. You're going to want him on the outside. You're going to want him setting that edge, and you're going to have your, your uh, seven-tech or wide nine on the other side. Like He would thrive in that role. He'd be able to be your Michael Bennett and be disruptive in doing so. Tyler, let's talk linebacker and secondary. Marte Mapu from Sacramento State had a really nice showing the last couple of days. He was one of the standout linebackers. And while the Jets don't necessarily need a starting cornerback, you can never have enough depth there. We've seen that over and over again. A couple of standouts there, including Darius Rush from South Carolina, which would make our girl Kayla Pace very happy as a South Carolina alum. And Daniel Scott, the safety from Cal, somebody maybe the Jets could keep their eye on in the mid-rounds. Tell us a little bit about this linebacker and safety group and what you saw the last few days. Absolutely. So Ivan Pace, phenomenal when going forward. He is going to be a tremendous blitzer. He's going to be somebody you just want to have fun with. You want to put him on the field and be like, hey, there's the ball, go get it. And you don't ask him to do a whole lot otherwise. He can't move laterally. He is a traditional, I'm going to go straight forward linebacker and you don't want him doing much else. But he's also very fast and built like a new school linebacker. So it's it's a very odd one. Uh, Diane Henley from Washington State and DeMarvey and Overshone from Texas. Far and away, the two best linebackers here. They've got great vision. They explode forward towards the ball. They have power and ball skills. They're built and play like today's linebackers. So if you need a guy, those are your two from this group. Secondary, really good. Tyree Stevenson from Miami. And a couple rough ones on day two. Sat out with a super minor injury day three. Um, all signs point to him being able to play on Saturday during the game. Um, Julius Brents from Kansas State um, got nicked up a little bit during practice today. He had a lot of really good reps. Tremendous length. Um, this is a guy that Jeff fans are want to get, going to get familiar with. He's built like Tariq Wolin from Seattle. He is not Tariq Wolin as far as athleticism, but he's got that same frame. He's like six, almost 6'4", long arms. And when you play those drop zones like the Jets are going to do with Robert Sala, 
he's going to be able to attack the football. And that's something you're going to really like to see. Darius Rush, Rush won me over. I didn't know much about him coming into the week. I had studied his teammate, Cam Smith. He didn't jump off the page, but did he this week? He was able, he was getting beat and he was recovering like crazy, getting past breakups. And he had a couple of interceptions as well. I cannot recommend him enough. Um, this is a guy that you're going to be able to get probably maybe now is somewhere in like round three, round four, because he keeps showing more and more and more. And he's got a really nice frame. He's like 6'2", 200. He's got length. He's got speed. This is a guy you want to build with. And this is this corner class is going to be insane because there's going to be good guys throughout I'm really happy to hear that about Overshone. As a biased Texas fan, I've always felt that he could be a very impactful linebacker if the Jets were to get him. Really good in coverage. He probably needs to put on about 10 pounds of muscle to be useful against the run. But as you said, he's putting on a showdown there in Mobile. And I think his stock will rise as we get closer to the draft. I think he'll probably go around the third round, something like that. And he would fit very well with this Jets defense. So somebody for Jets fans to keep their eye on. Before we run, Tyler, let's talk about the big news. And that, of course, is the actual retirement of Tom Brady as opposed to the retirement and unretirement last year. I think this time it's for real. He's not going to come back. When he retired last year, I think he was bullied into it by his wife at the time, Giselle Bunchin, who wanted him to walk away, but his heart wasn't in it. He felt like he still had an opportunity to go win another Super Bowl because they had come so close against the Rams the year before. This year, different story. They did make the playoffs and win a very weak division, but it was a rough road. That team is falling apart. He clearly wasn't going back there. And I think he looked around and just didn't see a path for himself to get back to the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady is not a guy who at this stage of his life is going to play football just to play football. If he looked around saw his opportunities with, say, a team like the Raiders and thought, well, that defense is terrible. There's just not enough there for me to go and be able to compete for a Super Bowl championship. What's the point of doing this? Then it is time to retire, and I think that's the realization that he came to. You can love him. You can hate him. Jets fans have been tortured by him many times over the years, but ultimately <laughs> he's the greatest to ever play the game. Went to 10 Super Bowls, won seven of them. His run will never be replicated for as great as Patrick Mahomes is. We'll see how his career turns out, but it's hard to believe that anybody is going to have the elite lengthy run that Tom Brady did. Remember, Tom Brady was drafted in 2000. He walks away here now in 2023, and he was elite that entire time. Hard to think that any quarterback will ever be able to do that for as long as Tom Brady did. So love him or hate him. The game is certainly going to miss him. Oh, the game's going to miss him. And I, I don't know how old you are, Scott, but I grew up watching Michael Jordan. And when I was eight years old, he retired for like what felt like the final time when after he won that sixth title for Bulls. And you just felt like, man, basketball's never going to be the same. And I'll be honest, it really wasn't. Um, he came back a couple years of the Wizards. Just, it just didn't work out. Um, I'm going to miss Brady. I loved watching him play. I was never a like Patriots fan. I was never an anti-Brady guy. I just, I appreciated watching greatness. And you know, he's not athletically superior. He throws, he's got a big arm, but he's not 
really phenomenal, except he just is. He, he just knows how to win. He knows how to lead a team. He knows how to make these comebacks. And it never feels out of reach when Brady's in a football game. There's just something special about Washington play. Like the NFL is going to be worse. And as great as Mahomes is, it's going to take a lot to be able to re- replicate what Brady is and surpass him for being the GOAT, but he's got a chance. And it stinks to have him gone, but we got to move on. Like he played at a high level until he was 45 years old. Absolutely absurd. Congratulations to Tom on a tremendous career. And I hope he enjoys the rest of his life in retirement. Tyler Fornis, managing editor, Vikings Wire. Thanks so much for coming on and recapping day number two and number three of Senior Bowl practice down in Mobile, Alabama with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out your work, follow you on social media. How can they do that? Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Forno. You can follow me as far as the Vikings Wire at The Vikings Wire on Twitter. You can also, you know, follow us on Facebook as well. Um, I, as much as it's a Viking-centric site, and we try to slant everything towards the Vikings, I do post a lot of NFL draft stuff. I post all my scouting reports, so you can check those out. Um, we do a lot of mock draft stuff as well. We try to release a mock draft every single Monday. I will have my newest mock draft drop on Monday uh, as a post-senior bowl recap, and we'll probably have a couple little surprises in there. Just based on what happened this week, um, if, we're going to have a fun draft season, Scott. This is this is going to be a very interesting class because there's not a lot of blue chip talent, but there's a lot of like mid round depth. Make sure you're checking out everything that Tyler's doing over at the Vikings Wire and all the draft stuff he's going to be doing as well. Because you don't have to follow the Vikings to be able to enjoy the draft content over there since it applies to the Jets as well. Check out everything we're doing over at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos, subscribe if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikejet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. We've got the John Frank Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. It's teepublic.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. For the latest and greatest New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.